Welcome to the Laivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today I'm sharing an interview I had with Danny from This Village Girl podcast. She interviewed me on her podcast and we talked all about why I quit college and what I did after that decision. I shared what my life looked like after I quit college and how I started to build my own business. I talked about how I used to settle for less and what changed in my life when I decided to go after what I actually wanted. I also shared the top three limiting beliefs I had and how I overcame them, plus how I deal with my limiting beliefs now. In this interview, you are also going to hear how I was chasing other people's goals without even realizing it, and I share journal prompts to help you focus on your own goals and values, and I shared the advice I would give to my younger self. This interview was first published on This Village Girl podcast, so you can check Danny's podcast in the link in the show notes. And now let's dive into the interview. Hi, Ivana. Thank you so much for the time today. And I have been following you for quite a while now. But please tell us more about you, where you grew up and what it's like. Hi, Danny. Thank you so much for for inviting me. So I am Ivana, I am a certified life coach, blogger, podcast host, and human design guide. I grew up in Croatia, in a small city in Croatia, and yeah, it's peaceful, it's nice. I've had like a normal childhood, I would say. I haven't been to Croatia, but I am aware that it's one of the most beautiful country in the world, but in terms of culture, belief system, what it's like, and how did this affect your mindset, your habits? And when did you actually start questioning them? Yeah, so when I was growing up, I was always told that you need to have a degree. If you're going to be successful, if you want people to respect you, you need to go to college and you need to have a diploma. Mm -hmm. So that was the only thing that I believed. I didn't know that anything other than that was possible. So I chose that route after high school, I went to college, and that is what people here do, I would say. It's high school, college, you get a job that you don't even like, there is a lot of complaining, and then you get married, you have kids, and that's it. And I didn't know that anything other than that was possible. So for me, only when I quit college, I discovered some YouTube channels, and I was like, I saw some YouTubers that were doing that full time. And I was like, wait, so they are doing YouTube, a job that they actually like. They don't have a diploma. They are inspiring people all around the world and they are earning money doing it. And I was like, oh my God, I want that. So that was when everything changed. And yeah, I started my blog and became a full-time blogger. And I started my own path, which was different. I mean, in Croatia, I don't know anyone who is self-employed. In Croatia, it's you go to high school and then you get a low paying job or you go to high school, then college and then a higher paying job. So I thought that those two options were the only options available. So, yeah. Hmm. That sounds pretty much the same in my country. It's exactly the same. And your story, this is actually what struck me the most. I've been following your blog for, 
I don't know how long now, you decided to quit pursuing your degree. Because for someone like me too, who grew up in a third world country, we're told that that's the only way for a better life to get a degree and that I get a high paying mm -hmm. job. And there were actually time and points in my life where I also didn't want to go to school anymore. I was 19 then. And then I couldn't make my parents agree that I just want to start working and I wanted to quit university. But I guess I haven't met this version of myself that I have now then. So to make my parents happy, I continued. And then I ended up transferring to three different universities and trying three different fields of studies. But how did your parents take the news about you quitting your school or were they supportive? And what did you do after quitting college? And when did you say, when you said that it's scary, how did you work on conquering your own fears? And if there are times that you spoke to yourself, how did this self-talk sound like? Yeah, so first I decided to quit college Actually, someone else told me, well, if it's not going so well, then why don't you just quit? And it was after three years and my college experience, like I didn't attend classes. I just didn't enjoy it. I got into something that I didn't like. So I wanted to study Swedish and German, but I didn't get in. So I got into Spanish and Italian language and literature and I didn't enjoy it. So I didn't attend classes and I was failing exams <laughs> and all of that. So After three years of that struggle, I decided to quit. And my mom, she is always supportive. And she also saw that, well, if it's not going so well, then yeah, like, why don't you just quit? So she was very supportive. And then when I quit college, first thing I did was I went volunteering in Budapest, which was such a fun experience. It was volunteering at a hostel in exchange for accommodation. Again, I had no idea that something like that existed. I only discovered that after I quit college and after the opportunities opened for me. I had all this time and I could do whatever I wanted to do. So I decided to volunteer there for a month, which was such an amazing experience. And then after that, I worked as a receptionist at a hotel and I also worked as a waitress which before I was always told that that's the worst thing ever. You know, if you don't have a degree, you're going to end up being a waitress. And there are so many people, waitresses, that are much happier with that job than, with, than some people that have a degree and work the entire day and feel frustrated and burnt out. So I want to say that a degree and money does not equal happiness which is something that I didn't know. So yeah, I was working and then I decided to launch a blog and yeah, it just grew from there. And when you asked me about conquering my fears and the self-talk and all of that, I think that there was a lot of uncertainty. When I quit college, I was like, okay, what am I going to do now? And it included a lot of trust in the process and just taking it one step at a time instead of thinking, okay, what am I going to do with my entire life? So focusing on the mm. shorter period of time is what was helpful for me. It's quite hard to imagine how that, how all this looked like. And there's a certain bravery in quitting. 
that in this time as well, we're starting to find little pieces of ourselves that we didn't know exist. When you mentioned that you're still working when you launched your your blog and did you actually start your self-improvement journey or did were you already aware that this was the path, the self-improvement journey? And can you help us paint a picture of how it used to look like and now that you have turned your blog into a full coaching business? I think that I started my self-development journey around like when I quit college, that's when I discovered these YouTubers that were in self-development niche and also minimalism and all of that. So I think maybe when I started volunteering or working as a receptionist, that's where I started my own self-development journey. So yeah, after quitting college, I volunteered, then I was working a full-time job and when I started earning enough with my blog, then I quit those full-time jobs that I had. You also wrote, I love this part. I settled for less because that was the only thing I thought was possible for me. I thought that I wasn't good enough for something more. How did you start finding what more meant for you and how long did it take you to find it? And what was more for you and what did less look like? Yeah, I think that so many times in my life, I settled for less. So one of the things that I mentioned, I wanted to study Swedish and German, but I didn't get in. So I settled for Spanish and Italian. And I think that what less means is settling for what's available, what's easy, what is there right now, instead of going for more, going for what you actually want. So I started realizing that What I actually want is to have my own business, to have this freedom Mm -hmm. and to inspire others, which is something that I saw with these YouTube channels. They were so inspiring and they were earning money from that. So I was like, that's what I want. That's what I want to go after. You also mentioned about limiting beliefs and changing all of them. What were the top three limiting beliefs that you've had and what resources or practices help you to completely reframe your mind to becoming the current version of yourself? Limiting belief number one, I would say when I started my blog and first it was actually a YouTube channel in 2017, I had this fear, this limiting belief. What if someone I know finds my blog? That was so terrifying for me. And I think that it's about fear of judgment, what other people will think, fear of not being good enough. But I realized that I wanted blogging so much, so I just did it. Instead of letting that belief like, oh my God, what if someone sees my blog? Instead of letting it limit me, I was like, you know what? I want this so much. I want to inspire people. I want to make a full-time job out of this. I want to make an impact. And that was much more powerful than my fear. And another limiting belief was that it's easier for others. So I was seeing other YouTube channels and bloggers who were doing that full-time. And I was like comparing my chapter one to their chapter 20. And I was like, it is so easy for them. They have this huge audience and It's so much easier for them. And when we start comparing ourselves with other people, I think it's important to bring the focus back to yourself. So yeah, it's great that they are so successful. They have this large audience. Amazing. 
but I have my own journey that I need to focus on. So just shifting my focus was what helped me with that limiting belief. And another one, which was also huge, was not trusting myself and following someone else's strategy. And I downloaded so many freebies, you know, how many times should you post on your blog? How many emails? Is it better to have a blog or a podcast? And that's what happens when you are a new blogger or when you start something new, you think that everyone else knows more than what you know. So I also hired a business coach and Mm -hmm. she was teaching me Instagram strategy. And I was like, I don't like Instagram. So I was following her Mm -hmm. strategy. And at the end of those Mm -hmm. four months working together, I felt so burnt out, so frustrated I deleted my Instagram that I was building so much during those four months. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I just can't. And I decided to focus on what feels good for me because I enjoy blogging. I enjoy my podcast. So there is no need to follow someone else's strategy. The strategy works for other people because they love it. So you need to find Mm -hmm. what, what is it that you enjoy and follow that. So that's how I dealt with that one so this was the reason why i was looking for your instagram months ago and i was not able to (laughs) yeah i deleted it (laughs) i have a new one which is focused on human design but i am not consistent i just it's not my favorite platform Uh, i see i understand with the ever-changing algorithm as well yeah so it's so probably what other people also doesn't realize is that some or most of the instagrammers they don't really okay they have access to it but they have social media managers and they can sometimes they other people are doing the things for them and so they're just posting in there but we all know that they have other people who are also attending to to their social media accounts yeah that is so true and i actually had a few messages from those bigger accounts where the manager was contacting me like asking for some Mm -hmm. services coaching services if if i need anything or stuff Mm -hmm. like that Mm. You mentioned all of these limiting beliefs. Are there still days when your mind plays tricks on you and, you know, repeat these limiting beliefs? And if yes, what do you do to silence them? Of course, I think that at any point in your life, you're going to have some certain disempowering thoughts, thinking that you're not good enough. If you want to go after something more, it's going to be certain limiting beliefs around that. So having these disempowering thoughts is inevitable. We all have them. And I would say that a limiting belief only, you give it power if you let it hold you back from taking any action, which is what limiting belief Mm -hmm. is. It's not a fact. It's just a thought that you repeated so many times that now you believe it. Now it's your belief. And it's limiting because it's holding you back from taking action. So in my life, Mm. I still do have some disempowering thoughts, but I don't let them hold me back from taking action. I notice that it's a thought. You don't have to attach meaning to it. You can just Mm. let it be. And actually, recently, Mm. that happened like a week ago when I was posting a blog post uh, topic was 20 things to do when you're single on Valentine's Day. And for the first time, I was mentioning a few things regarding sex, and I never talked about that before on my platforms. So I was like, oh my God, what if people judge me if I talk about this? 
Mm-hmm. It's not a hundred percent comfortable. It's not in my comfort zone. There was this certain resistance, but I was like, mm. okay, what am I choosing? Am I going to choose to give power to this disempowering thought, you know, oh my God, fear of judgment and all of that? Or am I going to talk about the topic in a way that feels good for me with the intention to empower people, which is what I do with mm-hmm. my platforms. I want to empower women to go after their dream life, to go after their goals. So in this blog post, I also Mm -hmm. empower them to feel more confident in their skin, to explore themselves, to Mm -hmm. feel more confident in their bodies. So I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to empower women in every single way. And that goal of mine, that, that intention was so much more powerful than this fear, oh my God, what if someone judges me? And then the comments on that blog post Everyone was like, oh my God, yes, I love that you talked about this. It's so important to talk about it. I love that you were real in this post. And people were actually the opposite of judging. They were like, oh my God, yes, thank you for talking about this. Mm -hmm. So yeah, definitely. I still do have this disempowering thoughts and fears and insecurities. We're all human. But the difference is, are you going to let them hold you back? Or are you going to choose your higher purpose, the thing that you actually want. That's so beautiful, Ivana. And I'm sure that I'm going to listen to this episode, to our podcast episode every single time and that these tricks are playing in my mind. It's quite a struggle as well. Having said all of this, and I know that you have already touched on about society a few minutes ago, Mm -hmm. but I would love to dig a little bit deeper into this about your wish that society would realize about their relationship or the importance of having a degree and success, especially in this age, in this digital age. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I would, that I wish that people would realize is that we are all different and it is unrealistic to expect that everyone should go to college, everyone should then go find a job and get married and have kids. And there are 8 billion people in this world and we need to celebrate the differences instead of expecting everyone to follow this timeline, to follow these unwritten rules. You have to go to college because that's the only way to find success. Not everyone wants to go to college. And I would say to our listeners or everyone, anyone thinking, well, should I go to college or not? I mean, if you want a job where you don't need a degree, then don't go to college. If you want to be an author, blogger, actor, I don't know what, you don't have to go to college. It's not a requirement. But if you do want a career that requires college, then go for it. But success First of all, I encourage everyone to define what success means to you because Mm -hmm. it's different for everyone. And we need to realize that we're all different, not only when it comes to success, to work and all of that, but also personal things. We are all different, sexuality or whatever. We all have different desires. We all have different personality, different mindset, different opinions. So it's unrealistic and unnecessary to expect that we should all follow the same timeline. Hmm. 
and indeed getting to know oneself is really the first hardest step yeah everyone can do for themselves yeah. and i am bookmarking like defining what success mean for you yeah it's a beautiful way to start this day as well and what it looks and like for that... you what it feels like mm-hmm. that's one of those things that a lot of people a lot of us don't realize is that we have all our uniqueness and we, we all have different perspectives and the way we look at things especially success because i believe that's what's going to tell you that's where where you are going to be in life or which path you're going to take and not just follow other people's path. Yeah. And in terms of your creative process, business approach and personal life, how do you keep yourself centered or on top of everything? Because in the years of being in this journey and now growing your business, have your priorities changed? First, when you asked how I keep myself on top of everything, I don't strive to be on top of everything. And I feel like no one is on top of everything. No one has it all figured out because throughout your life, you meet new Mm. people, you have new tasks, new projects, new goals. Mm. So it's always going to be something new. So to be on top of everything, it's quite hard. So I take it day by day. I just write my to-do list the night before. And that's pretty much how I keep myself organized. And For your question, have my priorities changed? Internally, they have been the same. I have had the same values, the same priorities. However, I was pulled off track so many times. So, for example, I would see business coaches or seven-figure earners having this, living this luxurious lifestyle, staying at penthouses and all of that. And I was Mm. like, ooh, I want that. I Mm. was so easily inspired and I would see all those things and I was like, oh my God, this is so good. I want that. And it went so Mm -hmm. far that once there was this Instagram coach and on Instagram, she posted the story of her staying at a hotel. She had her own butler and she said that it was so bougie. And I said the Mm -hmm. word for my year, (laughs) bougie, which a few Mm -hmm. days after that, I was Mm -hmm. like, what the heck? That doesn't resonate with me at all. I am not into luxury, into designer items. Absolutely not. So I was just pulled off track many times, you know, seeing other people earning six figures, seven figures, having these 10 cars and all of that. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I want. But it took some digging. And actually in human design, I realized that I am actually easily influenced by others when it comes to inspiration and gaining that awareness, seeing that in human design, that that's something normal for me. It helped me see that, okay, so I need to ask myself instead of getting pulled off in these different directions that don't feel good for me, I need to get into the habit of asking myself, does this resonate with me? Is this genuinely something I want? So seeing that penthouse, a girl that has her own butler and all of that, does that resonate with me? Is that something that I genuinely want for myself? And the answer is just absolutely not. Those are not my priorities, my values, you know, good for them, amazing. There is nothing wrong with that. But that's just not something that 
I want to prioritize. So yeah, internally, my priorities have been the same, but I have just been pulled off track quite a few times. <laughs> Understandable. It's like when you're saying that, it's like a part of me was yeah clapping because that's exactly how I was before all of them before. And it's so easy to be distracted. Yeah. And, and but I, okay, I like that. You slowly start to acquire little things like that. And then you realize that, wait a minute, this is actually taking me away from what I really wanted and taking me away from the purpose and why I started all of this. Yeah. And you mentioned also that there were a lot of times that you felt scared before. What will you tell young and scared Ivana? So I don't like getting advice from other people. And I knowing myself, I wouldn't even listen to my own advice back then. <laughs> but what I needed wasn't actually an advice. I just needed someone to ask me, what is it that you want? Because when I went to college, I was like, okay, like that's what you do. I didn't even think about that. And no one asked me, what do you want? Is college something that you want? If you could choose anything, what would you choose? So back then when I was 18, 20, 22, I would just have a conversation <laughs> with myself and I would ask myself, what do you want? And I think that in this world, People are so quick to give advice, you know, you should do this, mm -hmm. you should do that. But I think that no one is qualified to give you advice on what you should do with your life because you are the only person living it. So what we need is more guidance, more, you know, asking someone, is this what you want? What do you want to choose? What lights you up and all of that? So that's what I needed. I needed someone to ask me, you know, if anything was possible what would you choose? And back then I had no idea that all of these different things would, were possible, you know, being a YouTuber or a blogger or a coach, I had no idea that that existed. So having someone, you know, show me that there is so much more than going to college, studying languages and settling for that job and doing that job for the rest of your life. It would be really cool to see that that is not the only path. Hmm. This only shows us that the quality of questions that we ask ourselves are really, really important. Yeah. What's one thing that you wished I asked you? <laughs> this is such a cool question. <laughs> and I have our listeners in mind. I don't know. In this podcast, we've talked about limiting beliefs, going after what you want. So I don't know. What is it? What do you think that our listeners would want to know right now? How to start, how to take the first step when they're so scared and they don't know where everything will be going. Mm. I think that the first step would be just awareness, asking yourself, what mm. is it that you want? And maybe so often we feel pressured to know where, what your ideal life looks like 10 years from now and all of that. And not everyone works well with that question, you know? So I would say, get the time frame that feels comfortable for you. So maybe where do you want to be six months from now? or something like that, and start to map out what is it that you want in your life. And then when you have a certain goal, you can ask yourself, okay, what do I need to do to get there? And then from there, you can take one small step every single day. You don't have to make these huge changes every single day. But when you have a goal, when you have this clarity around 
what do you want your life to look like? From there, you can take a small action step every day that is going to lead you towards that direction. And also working on your mindset in the meantime, because so often we are held back by our fears, our insecurities. Oh my God, what will someone else say? What if I disappoint this person? What if this happens? What if that happens? And then thinking about all of these worst case scenarios holds us back from taking action. And then what happens is that you are actually living your worst case scenario right now because you're not taking action towards your dreams. So you are settling for less, for what's available, for what's safe right now. So I would say work on your mindset in the meantime and take one small action step every day. Thank you so much for all of the valuable insight that you have given today. And for me, this is a dream come true to be in touch with you, to finally be able to talk to you. That's I have been looking forward to this day because I didn't know before when I started blogging, I didn't know how to be able to do that. And I didn't also know that one day I'd launch my own podcast, being inspired by your podcast <laughs> as well. And for me, yes, for me, this is simple joy. And I'm really very happy having you here. Today. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it's such a pleasure. The pleasure is mine, Ivana. You don't know. It. I'm like Loki fangirl. Inside. <laughs> uh, how can our listeners avail your services and how can they connect with you online? Uh, so for online, I would suggest my blog, which is laivana.com and my podcast, which is the Laivana podcast. It's available on Spotify and everywhere. And for my services, there is one-on-one -on -one coaching, which... I help women achieve their goals, work on their mindset, and take the action that feels aligned for them. And also, I offer human design blueprints. So human design for me has been such an amazing system to, like a self-awareness tool to find out more about myself, to understand myself better. So yeah, I just love human design. And that's also one of my offers. Thank you so much. I'll be putting them in the show notes as well, so that our listeners will be able to find your information right away. And again, Ivana, thank you so much for today. I had fun and I really enjoyed listening to what you have to say. Thank you. It was so much fun and your questions were amazing. You just finished listening to an episode on the Laivana podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it over on Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like even more tips and action steps to start creating the life of your dreams, head over to my blog, laivana.com and binge on all the motivational content. Thank you for listening to this episode. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.